Welcome to the Sports Marketing Huddle, a podcast that looks at all things marketing in the world of sports. I'm your host, Rob Cressy, founder of Bacon Sports. And joining me today is Brad Lambert, producer and talent manager. Brad, super excited to have you on the show. Thank you so much for having me, man. This is great. To add some context, so Brad and I met about two weeks ago online. He reached out to a client of mine about an inquiry, inquiry, I can't even say the word, inquiry, and we jumped out on a call, and I found out he's a Steelers fan, as am I, and he's also someone who spreads many good vibes and boom, here we are. I knew I had to get you on a podcast. So can you give a quick overview on who you are and what you do? Yeah, for sure. So uh, I'm originally from the East Coast, spent about 10 years in the sports industry, working with professional athletes, sports teams, sports agencies, sports brands, uh, from a marketing, production, social media, uh, business standpoint. I uh, then pursued my passion to film, which led me to the West Coast. Uh, to work with Robert Downey Jr. for a while, uh, then went to Warner Brothers, spent a few years there managing the digital marketing campaigns for TV, film, and catalog titles. And then ever since, I've been producing and managing talent out here in Hollywood. That is fantastic. And another thing that you do is you host a podcast called Producing Happiness, and that's actually going to be the topic for today's show and what we're going to do is dig more into happiness. And the reason I want to talk about this is it is a central theme to who I am, the type of people I like to be around, and how to be successful in life. Because there is no understatement when I say how important happiness is. And I even have a picture hanging up in my house that says, happiness is not a destination. It's a way of life. And so often in Very the true. journey of anyone or even trying to work in sports, you're going to have a lot of adversity. You're going to have a lot of fear. There's going to be a lot of obstacles to overcome. And it might not always be easy to be happy. And that's why I wanted to share a little bit and get some more insight with you on what we do to produce happiness. So what is the first thing that comes to your mind when you think about producing happiness? I mean, it starts very basic. I mean, I don't know if uh, the viewers can see what's behind me, but I surround myself with things that make me happy. Uh, on the wall behind me is a Civil War poster uh, from Marvel's Captain America Civil War. Um, I have to my right behind me is a picture of Willie Parker, the running back for the Pittsburgh Steelers, two-time yeah. champion, longest-run in Super Bowl history. Good friend of mine. I've known him for 14 years. I also have his cleat behind me. I have a, a beautiful Joker thing from The Dark Knight. So I just constantly surround myself with things that make me happy. Um, by no means am I a materialistic guy, but everything that's on the walls or around me makes me smile, makes me laugh, brings back enormous memories of mine that truly generate so much happiness that just adds even more fuel to the fire. And I think one way that can we, we can almost sum this up is controlling your inputs. So yeah. in order to be happy, you need to have things around you that are going to allow you to elicit that emotion. And for myself, I don't watch the news. I've never watched the news. 
I also don't start my day by jumping on social media. Instead, I read a book. And how you start your day it significantly affects the way the rest of it is going to be. So as I look around myself, certainly in the morning, but then in every other aspect of my life, I look at the inputs. What is in my head? What is influencing me? And for you, just seeing the Willie Parker picture right there or the Civil War poster right there, it's going to make you feel some sort of way. Yeah. The opposite can also be true, is if there's negativity getting pushed in you. And even if you don't realize it, even if you're just looking at social media and there's just stuff coming by, that's yeah. going to control you. And is it negative? Is it neutral to negative? Or is it neutral or positive? Yeah. And for me, I don't have time for negativity in my life because it's not going to help me get closer to my goals. So because of it, I control my inputs with nothing but positive things. 100%. Couldn't agree more. Uh, I think more people need to uh, put their foot down in a sense and eliminate those sources of negativity that really bring them down, that add adversity, just unneeded adversity. Because I was talking to someone yesterday who was allowing someone in their life who didn't deserve to be there. Um, they did nothing but tease and poke fun and, and just be rude and nasty and negative. Um, and there was no other benefit to having them there. And, you know, the, the person was worried about maybe they would change. And I was like, how many chances are you going to give this person to change? Their behavior is affecting you. You need to put your foot down. You need to show them the door and be done. Like, uh, that's kind of how I live my life. If, if you're not making my life better or adding positivity and love and support to my life, as I will do to yours, get out. I agree 100%. Happiness is an internal job. Yep. And you have to have the willingness to let go of things or people that aren't serving you. And is that difficult? Sure, because this could be close people to you. It could be friends. It could even be family members. It could be things that are part of your habits there. Yeah. But here's the thing. In the journey of living... Uh, a happy life and a successful life, you have to be very honest with yourself. Yeah. You have to take inventory and say, is this serving me or not? And I think a lot of people, it's easier to live in inaction and not do anything about it. Oh, they'll change as opposed to how you and I live where it's very binary, where yeah. if, if someone is not serving me or not happy, I've completely tuned out. Like things don't bother me because- Correct. Why would I let that bother me? Because it's a zero on my radar. Well, what's funny is Gary Vee is a big um, source of this, but he talks about how he doesn't let external things affect him one way or another, right? So funny story this weekend, I was at EA Play, which is at Electronics Arts uh, E3, if you will, where they showcase all their new games and all their new things that they're doing, technology, whatever, and I was there, and I was playing uh, Madden 20, which is beautiful, by the way. I'm very excited. And I was playing this professional gamer. I'm an avid gamer. I'm not a professional gamer, especially at Madden. So he was up, like, 17 points, and I, like, made a good play. And uh, he made this comment, and he was, he was totally talking shit, which is fine. But he goes, you know, I just I wanted to get your confidence up. You know, you know, didn't want you to get too down on yourself. Like, he was just, you know, pulling my chain. And I looked at him, I said, let me get something straight here. 
what you do or say does not affect me one way or another, pal. And he looked at me just like completely shocked. That was like, literally, like, I am happy whether I'm losing or winning. So like, this is all fun and games to me. So you by no means are affecting me in any way, shape or form. And he just stood there with his jaw on the floor. And I was like, let's get back to playing. You know? <laughs> I love that. So let's work on the next part about this. This is something that I have had to cultivate and be intentional about over the last six and a half years of me uh, building bacon sports, because this is actually something you can learn because it becomes part of your mindset. And yeah. this is probably going to be one of the very challenging things is, all right, Rob and Brad, I get what you're saying, but it's not easy. How do I make it happen? Because these things do bother me. So for me, I was very intentional about my learning. So yeah. I was reading books about how to live a more blissful and happy life. If, and really, the way that I think about it is building an internal fortress yeah. where I don't get too high, I don't get too low. And the, the happiness side of things is obviously the way that I want to live. But I think it's more of an emotional thing where yeah. I say I'm in charge of my emotions. And quite frankly, it comes from an element of self-awareness. When you can become more self-aware about everything going on yeah. in your life, you know what serves you and what doesn't. But that takes a lot of reading and intention in order to get to that point. Yeah. So what about you? How did you get to this? Because I wasn't always like this. Um, I would like to say that I've always been very confident in myself. Um, and there's a difference between cocky and confident, right? Um, because at the end of the day, if you don't believe in yourself or love yourself, who the hell is going to, you know what I mean? So my whole thing is like, I told him, like, I'm confident, I'm happy. Like nothing you do or say can affect me. And that goes for pretty much anyone. Like, if you don't like me for whatever reason, that's on you. That's not going to hurt my feelings. You know what I mean? I work very hard to not load the gun for other people to shoot me with, which means, I'm not going to treat you poorly. I'm not going to say something nasty to you. I'm not going to disrespect you in some way, shape or form for you to have something bad to say about me. Right. But I guarantee you there will be people out there who have something bad to say about me, but that's on them. I didn't have a hand in that. So that's something that I'm always comfortable and confident with where I'm so confident and I'm, I'm, I love myself, like truly, like I love who I am as a person. I love who I am, how I live my life, you know, so I'm so confident in who I am and what I'm capable of and what I'm not capable of that, like, that there's just a sense of like carefree happiness, right? So I think the main root of that, of happiness is understanding yourself, what you're good at, what you're bad at, and being okay with that. You know, no matter how hard I try, I'm never going to play in the NFL, you know, and I realized that years and years ago, and I was okay with that. But instead of being down on myself, and my life is over, blah, 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 I spun it to still make that be a part of my life. So instead of being in the NFL, I now work with the NFL, with NFL athletes, right? So a lot of people just look at it very one dimensionally, where if something doesn't work for me, I spin it and look at it from a different point of view and then make it work, right? Because there's always a 
opportunity there if you're able to add some sort of value to that situation. Well, yeah, and that's a fantastic mindset to have in every situation of your life. And for me, I've even done that when it comes to bad things happening to me. So let's call it just bad luck. Sometimes in life, not everything goes your way. 100%. So for example, uh, I was on an airplane and this old woman spilled uh, an entire drink on my lap. Cl- clearly not an enjoyable experience for me. I'm but sure through this process, I've trained myself to say, well, you know what? That's actually okay because I'm a big believer in karma and things even and out. Sure. So if the bad thing is a woman spilled a drink on my lap, that means winning. Corner, <laughs> something good's about to happen. So now when these small bad things happen, I'm like, listen, that wasn't so bad yeah. because maybe I'm going to get a parking spot. Maybe I'm going to land a client. Maybe exactly. I'm going to run into someone. And now all of a sudden I've completely framed the way that bad things happen because it'll even out, especially yeah. if you're a good vibes person who's yeah. always trying to make the world better that the more that we continue to give yeah. when the bad things happen, you say, listen, it's going to even out. I just know it. Yeah. I mean, uh, the root of that is the mindset, right? You have a good grasp on your mindset and how you look at things and how you believe in things and just your general aura, energy, vibe, whatever, you know, for me, it's it, that, that plays a major role. And I think, you know, I don't look at it as winning and losing. You know, if I lose, I don't look at it as losing. I look at it as learning, right? So I either win, which is great, and I can celebrate it for a hot second and move on and grow, or I learn and I grow. There is no negativity there one way or another. It wasn't meant to be, fine. But I also found out how not to handle that situation or how not to execute X, right? So I think that's a big thing too, off of what you said from a mindset standpoint is like, I do not let any negativity surround me. And if there is negativity, it is quickly removed. Amen to that. So I want to share three simple things that I have done and do on a daily basis to produce happiness because we've talked about mindset and the development of it and reading and stuff like this. But I'm a firm believer that you can actually structure your life in a way to cultivate your mindset so that you are happy. One of them being meditation. It's something that has been a big practice for me for the last six and a half years after I audited the most successful people and the same thing kept on happening over and over again. Meditation, meditation, meditation. And I'm like, I've never done this. I don't know what it is. I'm not some yogi or spiritual person, but I'm going to go at this with open arms and open mind. And the reason this contributes to my happiness is, and it's actually uh, my quote of the day today is something around the effects of in silence, there's a lot of answers. And by having nothing going on and just allowing me to be still and away from the TV and away from the digital world and to be centered and, and happy and thankful for the practice, all of a sudden by the time I'm done, there's a certain airiness that comes to me where I'm like, man, I just feel good right now. Yeah. 
So yeah. are you someone who practices meditation? I actually do not. Um, my meditation in a sense is more fitness. So I go to the gym every morning. I'm up at like five, five fifteen every day. I go to the gym for about an hour. And then by the time you're done with the gym, yeah, like six hours till noon. You know what I mean? <laughs> so right. it's, uh, it's good. It's healthy. Um, gets you in the right mindset. Obviously when you're working out, it's a, it's a form of meditation in a sense that all you're focusing on is building your body. Um, so there's not a lot of distractions there. I will couple that with listening to a podcast or an audio book. So, you know, laugh at me all you want, but I build my body and build my mind at the same time. So it's, uh, I enjoyed that, but I have not practiced uh, meditation because I can't really sit still very long. I got to keep moving. <laughs> of course. And I second that on the uh, working outside of things. And I actually believe for me, the biggest benefit of it is the mental side. Yeah. Obviously, it's nice to be healthy and to look good, but it is the confidence that yep. comes with me knowing that I've put in the work and yep. that I've pushed myself and that I've done these things. So it becomes this certain level of achievement habit that happens. So when you achieve things, a crazy thing happens. You become happier when you're like, man, I got this done. And specifically with the time that you and I are working out in the morning, working out in the fives, that is not an easy thing to do. So I like to think of it as it's the hardest part of the day, which is actually a nice segue to the next thing I'm going to talk about. So for a while, the hardest part of my morning was actually first thing that I would wake up, the time from 4.59 a.m. until 5.45 a.m. when I would leave the gym. And during that time, I would read for 20 minutes and then I would get ready to go to the gym. And even though I've been waking up early for years, it's still not easy. Every single time that alarm gets off, I'm not sitting here doing backflips being like, "Woo, let's do this. It, it is what it is. And yeah. I, I realized that. So I was like, all right, I need to reframe the way that I'm seeing this. So I decided to call it the magic hour. And by naming it, I thought to myself, this is when the magic happens. This is when everybody else is asleep and I'm putting time in to work on my personal development and the repeated um, habit of this is what's going to allow me to help succeed. But then let's fast forward. So I would go to the gym. Uh, right now I'm doing a program called 75 Hard where I'm actually working out for an hour and a half, 45 minutes outside, 45 minutes inside. So I get back home at 7.30. At 7.30, I decided I'm going to name the period of time between 7.30 and 9 a.m. And I'm going to call it the honeymoon. And why? Because it is the best part of my entire day. Because I know I've woken up in the fours, I've read, and I've worked out twice. The hardest part of my day is done by 7.30 in the morning. So now I get the opportunity to make breakfast, get ready, drink coffee, and get on with the rest of my morning routine, which includes the meditation and some other things. Yeah. And by naming this the honeymoon and being intentional about this, I've intentionally added happiness to my life because the second I open that door to come back home, I'm like, yes, yes. baby, the best time of the day. I love it. And then last thing that I want to mention to you 
is positive affirmations in gratitude. This is another thing that I've learned via, via my journey of, all right, we're going to control our inputs. Well, great. To control my inputs, I need to be thankful for the things that happened to me yesterday that have happened to me on my life here, plus yep. my dreams in where I want to go. Because thankfulness allows you to bring a certain element of bliss and joy to your life. And so often, certainly when we're on a journey or if you want to work in sports, adversity hits. Not everything's puppy dogs and rainbows. And you have to say, why am I happy today? What am I thankful for? And by doing this every single day, you're making micro deposits into your happiness bank. 100%. I, I had a post the other day speaking about gratitude. Um, I do it every single day. I mean, I call the people that I love. I call the people that I appreciate. I call the people that I'm thankful for. I send text messages. I send emails. I practice that on a daily, weekly basis, inside and out. Um, um, going off of the stuff that's around me, that's gratitude. I, I look at it and it motivates me. I'm so thankful I got to experience that. I'm so thankful I got to work with Willie Parker. I'm so thankful I got to do this. I'm so thankful I got to do that. And that everything just builds, you know? So the gratitude element is, there's always something to be thankful for. Your health, you woke up in the morning, you have family, you have friends, you know? That there are so many things that we take for granted. So if you really audit your life, I guarantee you're going to have more things that you're thankful for than you think. And uh, if we just get in that mindset of being thankful and practicing gratitude, uh, the good karma, the good vibes, uh, the happiness uh, is definitely more evident. And, uh, you know, just don't take things for granted. I mean, people, things, anything in your life that you're truly thankful for, don't take it for granted because it can go away very quickly. So going off of what I said earlier, I call my mom every single day. I call my grandparents every single day. I call my best friend every single day. You know, like it, it's, it's very much um, the people I uh, care about that mean a lot to me, whether they're super close or not. If I care about them and I appreciate them, they will hear from me regularly. Um, and that also helps you be, uh, build long-term genuine relationships. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> crazy how that works so yeah. this is something and i really want to hammer this home because you nailed it it doesn't matter how small something is that you can be thankful for because oftentimes those are the things that can keep us going that you hear someone's story of man i'm thankful that i got to wake up this morning in my house and you'll hear a podcast of someone who is a war veteran who had something happen to them and they didn't have that. And you're like, yep. man, I'm so thankful. And it can also be fun things. No joke. Every morning in my list of gratitude, I remember the Penguins won back-to-back -back Stanley Cups. Yeah. And what that allows me to do is every single morning, I relive the fact that the Penguins won back-to-back -back Stanley Cups. So there is no rules on this. So an action item that I want to give to the listener is if you're not currently doing gratitude and positive affirmations, just take 15 minutes and do it immediately after listening to this podcast and just write down things you're thankful for, big and small. And you can use that list or you can pare this down and then make it a point over the next week. I'd recommend doing this in the morning, right when you start your day because it'll really set your intention. 
just read this. And you know how long that takes? Less than a minute. And what it can do for your own internal happiness, because once again, just like you mentioned at the very beginning, it is the inputs you have around you that are gonna determine the way that you produce happiness. Very, very true. So Brad, last thing that I wanna talk about when producing happiness is by being someone who is filled with good vibes and who produces happiness, you're now a positive influence to others, which I believe is also a huge benefit of this because as a leader, I very much believe in leading by example. That yep. The fact that I and you have chosen to live a certain way of no negativity and having positivity in our lives People notice this because I know you and I both get feedback on the way that we are. So talk a little bit about being a leader and one of the reasons, even though you do this for yourself, an ancillary benefit is you're going to inspire other people by leading a life of happiness and showing the way that things can be done. Yeah, I mean, I, I think what's funny is a lot of people don't take themselves seriously enough. And what I mean by that is if you have five followers, you're impacting five people. Think about that. Okay. You can say one thing, big or small, that's negative, And it could trash their whole day. Right. If you have 5 million followers, that's even amplified a lot more. Right. So that's why keeping the negative laundry, the crap off of social media and just out of your life because once again you could say one thing and it affects so many other people so the messages that i get that i'm sure you get where someone's like you've made my day you've saved my life like i literally get these messages and that's what keeps me going to see that the way i'm living my life and the choice that i i understand that i can say or do something that can help and impact someone else in a positive way who wouldn't want to do more of that? You know what I mean? Like, and, that, and that's the thing that kind of blows my mind is if we all took that stance to not air negativity or drama or just garbage, the world would be a much positive, more positive place because the negativity, negativity would have been eliminated, right? Whereas once again, five followers or five million followers, you're still affecting other people. That's what social media is. So I've taken the stands, you've taken the stands. We're like, look, whether I have five followers or 5 million followers, I'm going to practice gratitude, positivity, inspiration. Like I'm going to push that shit out daily because I've seen how it's affected people who follow me, people who I don't even know, people who live across the world, okay, who have messaged me who don't even speak English, the same language that I do. That's how far my reach is now, and I'm so grateful for that. But they, they have connected with who I am and the message that I preach and the way I live my life to where they said that I have impacted their life in a positive way, and that completely blows my mind on a daily basis. So you want to talk about gratitude? I'm grateful that I have the platform that I do to leverage it to help others. And that there, there's no better feeling than being in service to others. And that's another thing where I always say, if you can do something nice for somebody else, 
big or small, just do it. Stop like stop being lazy, stop being selfish. Even if you don't get anything in return, why I'm so happy is because that's what I do, man. I give, I give, 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 give. Whether I get something in return or not, I continue to give because I get happiness, bare minimum out of it. And that's all that really matters. Everything else is gravy, extra, like great. You know, so I think once again, if everybody had that mindset of like, hmm, let me open that door for that person. Just do it. Great. Cool. Let me, oh, I have an extra of this. Let me give it to someone who doesn't have it. Or let me make a call to do something nice for someone because they're going to completely lose their shit when it happens. Like little things like that, it costs you nothing. Most of the shit that you could do for someone else would literally cost a little bit of your time. And maybe if you're going overboard, a little bit of money. Where, where's the hesitation in that? To bring some sort of happiness to someone else? You could save their life. You don't know. You don't really know the struggles that other people have. Because people will show you a very small percentage of what they're going through. So a, a, a simple gesture of kindness can literally save someone else's life. And you just you wouldn't even know until they tell you that. Like literally, I've taken time, spent hours on social media talking to people who I don't even know because I've seen signs of sadness and depression and I've taken the time to talk to them and figure out what the problem is and give them some sort of advice or some things that I think could help their situation. And hearing back from them, literally them saying, you've saved my life or you've helped me turn around my life. Like, hello, people wake up. We can make a difference. You don't have to be a big influencer. You don't have to be a celebrity. You don't have to be a professional athlete to impact somebody's life in a positive way. So get that out of your mind and start doing these things that we're talking about because you can make a difference and you can help people. And if you think otherwise, you're selfish. Very, very well said. And it really comes down to, and I'll wrap a bow on this, is the mindset of every moment. Every opportunity is an opportunity for you to create a positive brand interaction or response with one person. So this just isn't social media. This is the way that you live your life every single day from picking up a piece of trash you see on the street to, like you said, holding the door open to someone. It is the awareness of being someone who says, you know what? I'm a giver and I don't care about receiving and I'm just here to make this world a better place. And, and, and one quick thing that you just said, awareness. Um, I had a conversation the other day with someone about them being more aware, you know, and awareness is really based on how much you care and, and how focused you are in a given moment. Like I am so aware on how people behave, how people feel, how people dress, how people look, that I can literally say, oh, is that a new shirt? Is that a new haircut? What's the matter? You know, like I'm so hyper aware because I care so much that I rarely miss opportunities. And one of my favorite things, one of my favorite quotes is never take an opportunity to miss an opportunity, right? So my whole thing is like, the awareness thing is a big part of this because if you're aware of more than just yourself, that's where things change. 
So open up a little bit. Absolutely love this, Brad. This was so much fun. I am so thankful and grateful that you and I had our paths cross. Yes, that you're sir. a Steelers fan, that you're awesome and you spread good vibes to the world and all the positivity that's going to come from this podcast. Where can people connect with you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Brad R. Lambert. And you can follow all my adventures. You can follow my show, Producing Happiness, which you will find all my episodes be pushed out through that channel. And uh, yeah, I'm, I would uh, love to have you guys on there. And as always, I would love to hear from you about this episode. Did it cause you to think or take action? And I've actually got an action item for you. I want you to go and do something positive for someone else immediately following this with no expectation for return. Do a random act of kindness hey. and see what happens. You can hit me up on Instagram, Twitter, or LinkedIn at Rob Cressy. And you know the best part about this? That random act of kindness with no expectation of things in return, I will guarantee you one thing that happens. You will get something in return. It's called happiness. That's that's as always, thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode of the Sports Marketing Huddle, the number one thing you can do to support us is tell your friends about it. We believe in organic growth, and if you get value out of the free podcast we deliver, then we'd appreciate if you share on social media. If you're looking for some creative sports marketing resources, you can sign up for my newsletter at robcressy.com. I drop bite-sized nuggets of wisdom to get your juices flowing. 